Good morning, Bucknutters. Welcome to the Bucknuts Morning Five here on Monday, March 18th, 2019. I am Dave Biddle. Very happy to be joined by Patrick Murphy. Patrick, the Buckeyes are dancing. They got the number 11 seed in the NCAA tournament, or a number 11 seed in the NCAA tournament. They will play six-seeded Iowa State late Friday night in Tulsa, one of the last um, games to go in, uh, of the first-round games. Um, and just I mean, That's a tough matchup for Ohio State, but any matchup was going to be tough. They were going to be one of the last at-large teams in. We knew whoever they play was going to be a tough matchup. So, yeah, Iowa State's tough, but I think Buffalo would have been tough. Whoever they would have been matched up with as 11 versus 6 would have been a tough matchup. But, hey, the Buckeyes are dancing. That's what it all boils down to. Absolutely. And, you know, we talked a couple weeks ago about, you know, the fact that some some fans have, have made the statement that, you know, they'd rather not see the team go and lose. And, and you and I both agreed, I think, that it was better for this team as a whole to, to experience that. Um, you know, a lot of young players on this team and also for Chris Holtman to make the team for his first two years here or make the re- tournament for his first two years as the head coach of the team. So a big boost, I think, the fact, I mean, we were pretty sure they were going to make it after getting the win in the Big Ten tournament last Thursday. Um, but, but you know, to have that locked in is, is good. In terms of what they're facing in Iowa State, you know, this is a team that you know, wasn't great throughout the season, but, but good enough. Um, you know, finished, I think it's fifth in the big 12, nine and nine record, 23 and 11 overall, um, you know, ended up winning the big 12 tournament has some very versatile scores. Um, it's certainly going to be tough for Ohio state. The one thing I do think that is good for the Buckeyes and, and something we talked about off air, um, you know, these last few days is they avoided having to go to Dayton. And while it would have been cool to see Ohio State play in Dayton and and kind of the fans take over that arena there, it's a a pretty cool environment for those first four games. Ohio State was able to win in Dayton and then go to the tournament. Um, There seems to always be one team that makes a run out of that first four, but I don't think you want to be – you don't want to add an extra game to your schedule at this point um, if you're going to make any run at all. So I think it's it's, uh, good that Ohio State did that. Iowa State's going to be tough, but like you said, everyone – they were going to face at this point is going to be tough. And I think if you get past Iowa state, I got a chance once things kind of settled down a little bit to, to look at the bracket, you know, it's, it's not a, it's not, it's not a terrible draw. You know, they don't, they don't have anyone that I look at and I'm like, well, you know, I, I absolutely can't see any way that they can get past it. Um, you know, I think that, you know, like you said, anything was going to be tough, but you know, they're, they're, they're not in, um, they're not in the worst spot if they can, if they can find a way to, to go on a run. And I think the fact that you have Caleb Wesson back now, he has to be out of staying out of foul trouble, but you saw what he did against Indiana, the difference he makes. Um, you have Keyshawn Woods playing the best basketball of his Ohio state career. And, you know, CJ Jackson's playing well right now. Other guys are stepping up, you know, they were able to hang tough with Michigan state for, you know, a little bit over a half before the fouls really caught up with them. And then even after they did, Michigan state was up by 21. They brought it back to five with a lot of young players. in. so, you know, I think you're kind of playing with house money at this point. If you can find a way to beat Iowa state, you know, you're, you're, you're facing probably a Houston team that's good, but you know, not a, not somebody that really scares you. And, and then you kind of go from there. So, um, 
we'll see what happens. I think right now, you like I said, playing with house money, enjoy the experience, get these young players experience in the tournament so that when you know these these freshmen or sophomores next year are playing even bigger roles than they are now, you've got a, a, a year of experience under their belt. And you know, most importantly, I think enjoy it. This is a great time of year, and I'm excited that the Buckeyes are going to take part. Yeah, and you mentioned that uh, Keyshawn Woods is playing well. He is. Yeah. C.J. Jackson has really had a solid career. I feel like he's, you know, he makes a share of mistakes, but I feel like he's um, underrated to a certain degree. That being said, those are the only two guys that are going to lose off this year's team. I think we're going to look back on this year's team as the worst roster of the Chris Holtman era. Not, and that says a lot that they made the tournament. Um, right. And that's that's because everybody on the current team right now is going to get that's you know junior, sophomore, freshman. They're going to be better next year. Um, and then they get the infusion of talent. I mean, EJ Lydell looks great. Um, best player in the state of Illinois. Um, two straight years, led his team to the state championship. Now two straight e- years. DJ Carton, Mr. Basketball in Iowa, uh, one of the top point guards in the country. I think both those guys are going to play a decent amount as freshmen. I like the potential of Alonzo Gaffney too, but I, I think he, you know, he, it might take a couple of years for him. Right. The point is, I think they're going to be really, really good next year, and he's just going to keep building this program. I think we're going to look back on this season as – the worst roster of the Chris Holtman era. I mean, what does that say about him? Is first of all, do you agree with that? And second of all, what does that say about him as a coach to get this, just get this team to the big dance? As you mentioned, this is basically house money now for the Buckeyes. I think it probably will be, um, you know, unless there happens to be a year where he has, you know, two or three guys leave early for the NBA that they didn't see coming or something. But um, yeah, I think you know, as you as he continues to build and recruit, we're seeing what he's able to do. Um, on the recruiting side of things, that Chris Holtman that is, and you know, obviously he's he's doing well coaching, getting this team to the tournament in his first two seasons after they hadn't made it uh, the you know previous years. So, yeah, I think this was this is setting up very nicely for Ohio State going forward. Um, you know, Chris Holtman has avoided talking about the future throughout most of this season, but after the loss to Michigan State, he did talk a little bit about the freshmen and, you know, how they need to improve this offseason, but that he's very happy with the contributions they've made, specifically Dwayne Washington and Luther Muhammad, who have played pretty big minutes. Luther Muhammad's been a starter most of the year, and Dwayne Washington's been that sixth or seventh man off the bench. Um, yeah, I think that you, when, when when you look back at this, especially if if they're able to at least hold their own in this tournament game, um, you know, maybe, maybe not win it, but you know, showcase that, hey, you know, we're, we're the real deal. These these guys that are coming back are going to perform well, even on a big stage like this. I think you're setting up very nicely for Ohio State. And then, like you said, you bring in um, those freshmen. I think Liddell and Carton are guys that, you know, maybe they don't plug in on, on day one as starters. Um, I think that they, they will be starters or at least key contributors, Um at some point in the season, and then we'll see what Alonzo Gaffney turns into. Uh, but those are those are guys that maybe not one and duns exactly, but certainly uh, talented players that you know you expect to to make an impact. And, and let's not forget about C.J. Walker, uh, transfer from Florida State. He's a guy I know that they're very high on. He's practiced with the team all year. Obviously, hasn't been able to play after transferring, but he's a guy who you know we talk about D.J. Carton at the point guard. C.J. Walker. That's his job to lose, I think, and and they really like what he can do. I've I've talked to a few people that have seen practice there that say, you know, he's he's a guy who could could be kind of that leading leading guy next year, um, you know, running the point and whatnot, and and allowing Carton to kind of develop. And and that's not to say that Carton won't be a big part because I think he will, but they're very high on CJ Walker. So I think there's going to be an infusion of talent for a team that already has a good amount of talent enough to make the NCAA tournament. 
Let's switch gears to football. Um, Buckeyes will get back in the swing of things tomorrow. Spring practice resumes tomorrow, Tuesday. They had last week off for spring break. Um, Thursday, we're going to get a chance to meet with the linebackers, so several of the players, linebackers and running backs, and then also linebacker coach out Washington, running backs coach Tony Alford. So that'll be good on Thursday. So look for that on Thursday. And then Saturday's practice, the entire practice is open to the media. So that'll be cool. Pro day is this Wednesday for the Buckeyes. So that's another little housekeeping item to throw out there. In regard to uh, spring football so far, there's only been two practices. Tomorrow will be the third practice. And we were out there for the first two practices. The biggest thing to me, Patrick, is the guys coming back from injury and how they look. Brandon Bowen, Austin Mack. I want to throw Antoine Jackson in there too, the defensive tackle, because I think, you know, he played last year. He was coming off that broken foot. He wasn't able to really go, you know, during winter. And he was kind of most of spring, if not all of spring, I'm trying to remember, at least most of spring. I believe all of spring he was out last year. Yeah. Maybe he got a few token reps here and there, but most of the time he was working on the side last year. And he looked out of shape to me. Antoine Jackson, he had the five-star pedigree and all that. Everybody was excited and transferring to Ohio State. Um, but he just looked out of shape. He's one guy when you look at him, and I'm sure everybody's looked at our videos on Bucknuts. I mean, he looks like a different guy. You can tell he's in shape. He's healthy. So Antoine Jackson, he looks different and he looks good. But Brandon Bowen's out there. He's, he looks good. Hasn't played football in a year and a half. He's running around there. No restrictions so far. Running with the first team at right tackle. And Austin Mack, I thought he'd be on the shelf for a while, Patrick. He's been out there running around looking good, too. So good news there on, for all three of those kids, Bowen, Mack, and Antoine Jackson. Yeah, all three have stood out to me as well. Um, it's, it's funny you bring up those names. Austin Mack was a guy I noticed on day one. Um, and, and I think we talked about this on, on our Facebook Live after that practice. But you know, running routes, cutting hard on that that foot he injured against Purdue, which I think is a very positive sign. You know, if he were tentative or if they were holding him out of some of those drills, then maybe you have a little bit of concern. Uh, but the fact that he's out there doing things full go and and not showing any sort of hesitation is is positive. Bowen looks like a very Brandon Bowen looks like a very motivated man. You know, he was a guy who won the starting position as a sophomore. And then, you know, lost it because of injury, couldn't get back last year, completely healthy. And I think he knows, you know, now, now is the time that I have to prove that I'm healthy, that this is my spot, um, you know, which, whichever spot he ends up landing on the offensive line. Uh, you know, I think he's, he's been from what we've seen out there kind of mauling guys and, and just showing that he's, you know, he's ready to be an Ohio state offensive lineman once again. And then Antoine Jackson is a guy that I think we kind of always expected this from him, but the injuries have held him back. Once he transferred in, I think that, you know, they certainly need some help in the middle of that line, that defensive line after losing a guy like Draymond Jones, who could be a first round pick in April. Um, you know, we, they certainly have other players in there, but the more talent that they can have, the more competition they can have in there. And Antoine Jackson certainly adds to that, the better. Uh, but yeah, I think all three of those guys look like um, players that are healthy and that have something to prove this year. Great stuff from Patrick Murphy. Thank you very much, Patrick. And thank you to all listeners out there for tuning into the show. I appreciate that as well. Let's hear that Buckeye swag, best in band in the land.